sort of stayed there and then it got worse and worse and worse and it got to the point where i was just like i like it hit me i was like this is it like this is permanent like this is for the mm-hmm. rest of my life sort of thing so i didn't because i didn't work for that period of time i sort of got i had the ability to think a lot about it and because i just haven't always have had an attitude of just like you can't let this take over you because it's just you know what i mean you might you, you might as you're going up you might as well just mm-hmm. keep going up you know what i mean it's a very like valuable way to view the world yeah. because it's very easy to get caught up in our problems you know and 100%. to see the out and to see the light in a sense is is a skill that not a lot of people everybody has it but not a lot of people harness or pay attention to mm. so i want to commend you on that because honestly mm. like i don't think i don't think you really comprehend kind of what you've been through in a sense and the very fact that you can talk about this so openly and the very fact you are willing to come here and talk to it like you could have easily be swallowed up by you know everything has happened to you even from starting back from high school Mm -hmm. the very fact that you said all right i'm fucking sick of my body i'm sick of the current state that i'm in i want to do something about it and action is such a valuable trait in life and i i honestly swear you you're not going to have problems in your life you're going to achieve whatever you want to achieve because you have that mindset thank you very much for tuning in everybody this is an episode i'm really really excited for um zach and myself have quite a long relationship and i've watched zach evolve into many many different forms over his years and i'm really really excited to dive into that because i feel like he's had some life experiences that have given him insight that most people have not had the pleasure and also the displeasure of experiencing so we're going to dive straight in because this is going to be an action-packed episode hang on to your headphones because this is going to be wild so zach why don't we kind of kick it off introduce yourself what you're currently doing and then we'll backtrack back to early days we might even start in school because i feel like that was very pivotal um development stage for all of us so tell us what you're up to now and then we'll jump back yeah so zach mcfarlane here i am currently working as a project manager for a rendering business on the gold coast that's (laughs) sort of the primary thing that i'm doing and my side hustle always have a side hustle it currently mm-hmm. is horizon adventure co co-director with my beautiful partner out there holly spencer awesome and What's um, that? that is we have an adventure four-wheel drive business so we hire out unique four-wheel drives so we have a land rover defender the 1989 uh, uh parenti mm-hmm. with a bed in the back so you can and you take your dog in Ooh. that car as well which is even bonus is that the camouflage one that is the camouflage one which Beast. actually i'll say yep. will be permanently on north strawberry island as of next weekend okay. so cool. people can just book a, not because it, it costs a lot of money to get to strategy it costs yeah, 200 bucks to get like a car across there yeah. 100 back so mm-hmm. we're gonna be offering that amazing and how old are you currently zach i'm 23 23 you're still a spring chicken hey that moustache tells me differently though i needed to grow it for work because people wouldn't take me seriously (laughs) a bit of a baby face like i'm on a job site and you know like there's people that have been on job sites like 10 Mm -hmm. years and as you would know like Mm -hmm. if you don't have those years like people just don't respect you yeah so yeah but like i have done years as a tradesman like i've done Mm -hmm. years as a renderer so Mm -hmm. and i sort of just have to have the mo to back me up because i've yeah. got the knowledge yeah i can i can talk to people just, sometimes people need a visual yeah just be like mo i feel like he know he knows a little mm. bit more what he's talking about exactly <laughs> i mean i would probably have no i don't know i can't grow one so i'm not even going to contribute I couldn't to that until last year so <laughs> have faith mate i still got just this weird neck beard thing that comes around here it's 
Shame, yeah. yeah, I feel like I've had this since birth. Yeah, bro, you came out with a full <laughs> fucking Dude, facial hair. I've been shaving a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we all have something in common. We all went to the Southport School here on the Gold Coast. Yes, um, and we've kind of all been intertwined in each other's lives in and out, which is really, really exciting. Um, one of the things I'm loving about this podcast is being able to catch up with you know, people from our past and, you know, see where they're going, give them a platform to to share their story because as we're about to dive into, you know, you, you're you a different person now than probably what most people know of you, especially, you know, in, our, in the TSS community. So why don't we go back, why don't we go back to early years in, in TSS and from your perspective, kind of what what was that like for you? What was early years in in schooling like for you? And kind of touch on as well as much as you can, like what you learned from the different journeys along the way and how your kind of thought process changed. Yeah. Right. Well, I was in TSS from reception. So it yep. was always sort of, I was just there pretty much. So mm-hmm. that's my school journey. I never jumped around schools or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was all, it was, it was all pretty good. Um, you know, grade five, grade six, you know, started getting more creative and more interested in like mm-hmm. abstract sort of things. I was always really interested in art. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of, school sort of got two things for me. I was academically like talented, mm-hmm. like I like I have a high IQ and I can, you know, like I can solve problems yeah. where I'm always in the gifted, like was in the gifted classes. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And, um, but sort of yeah bullying sort of started early mm-hmm. at, at school and that was primarily because i was like overweight in grade yeah. seven and i can see why the kids would have done it like I pro- you know what i mean well and it's not right it's, you know yeah. nothing nothing about bullying is you know right yeah. or justifiable really you know so i mean I, I don't really think that's even something worth saying on the podcast yeah. um but sorry to interrupt you yeah. continue on yeah <laughs> so I uh, basically grade nine has had enough. I was just mm-hmm. like, I just got to, I just got to do something. I've got to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to keep feeling like this. I could always just feel really bad. Yeah. And I'm a very sort of empathetic person. I always like to love and give and want, want to give and do well for people. Mm-hmm. You'll sort of find with when you meet me now, like I'm, I'm sort of always going to be trying to do right by you. Like yeah. I'm always caring about sort of what you're th- they're thinking sometimes mm-hmm. even more than what I'm sort of thinking. Mm-hmm. So that sort of set me up, but I was from grade nine, what really sort of was the first change, big change in my life, I guess, which I feel like I've had a lot of different lives, Mm -hmm. like over, like I've, yeah, I've lived a lot of different lives, which we'll sort of get into. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I was, I was like 85 kilos or something. I was in grade nine and it was the school holidays. We had eight weeks, wasn't going to see anyone for eight weeks, just eight weeks straight, just train, Mm -hmm. just train. Trained out of my dad's little gym um, downstairs. Lost 13 kilos in eight weeks. Wow. And then came back. I was rowing at the time as me and yep. Jack have a connection through rowing. And I went from the year nine, like eight screw, I'm pretty sure, to the mm-hmm. first in the next year. Yeah. And then um, from there, that sort of really gave me something to strive to. It gave me, it, you know, the, the rowing and the physical pursuit, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. That was my first physical pursuit, which I feel is very important for people as they grow into like as a human you always need to be physically doing something with your body that's one thing that i sort of really believe in but um yeah uh, and then i sort of got fit over the years um went into grade 12 and all that sort of stuff and yeah i started going to the gym yeah um probably around like during that time i had a brief period at the gym and then i really sort of started to fall in love with the gym it was sort of my escape from school i'd go to the gym Mm -hmm. see the boys from the other schools and that sort of thing 
And um, that was sort of where I really built my character and who I was. I sort of was able to find myself because when people in the, you're like, there's, yeah, there's your ego, right? Your yeah. ego that interacts with the outside world. So the per, the persona that is me, but then there's another me sitting yeah. in the back. You know what I mean? And people, that, that, that person's very hard to find mm-hmm. in a contemporary day and age. We just receive all this input. Like we mm-hmm. just get so much stuff thrown at us. And then you sort of see it so many times that you're like, oh, that's just it. Yeah. Like, no, that's not, it's not what it is. So that was sort of my first, like when I went there, I sort of could start to think clearly because I was always good at sort of, school and stuff but i never really tried that hard like i get a's and that sort of thing but i just like you know i was good at english but i i would study but i wouldn't study that much you know what i mean yeah so i was always sort of like i didn't really like school like i did but just went through the motions yeah i just was good at it but that's not what my brain was Mm because my brain is all this crap like i always did art and i always did really well in art and i loved like expression through and your pieces were always huge too i loved that physical space is my thing so yeah yeah Yeah, exactly so what i sort of how when i was a child like one of the things that i could do well was like three-dimensionally visualize things like with my eyes closed yeah which is something like you know that's that's you know, some people, they can read books and like yep. there's all different types of things, but that's just how my brain sort of works. So I started when I was training at the gym, being able to find that moment of clarity where I could connect to my true self, you know, mm-hmm. the person that's sitting yeah. in the back of the theater whilst the show is playing on sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was like really valuable um, yeah. for me to learn as a lesson. Um, and that was like a core pillar for me throughout my years, but it did go sour for me at one point. Yeah. Um, like I came out of school, this is my bodybuilding journey. <laughs> yeah. Came out of school, obviously went to the world gym, big gym, <laughs> loved training, was getting big, all this so stuff. So I remember you used to be there till like midnight, bro. Yeah, we'd, we'd have midnight <laughs> sessions. We'd, we'd get the boys together and have midnight sessions. It was good. Like we, we always did heavy weights mm-hmm. when we were training for rowing and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I could deadlift like 180 for like eight yep. in you know and squat like 180 for yeah. like reps which is just silly yeah like i can't yeah. do that now like i'd break myself you know yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um yeah it just but having the sort of because school was a certain world for me it was mm-hmm. discipline and doing well and performance because that's something i was always you know yeah orientated about i never once got his attention never mm-hmm. once like mm-hmm. i never broke a rule basically so yeah. i sort of went through my whole schooling life just going like i'm ticking every box yeah like, you know what I mean? was I, that what, your what intention did, yeah yeah because yeah. I, well, I want it because what is success in school right that's yeah. what they teach you is not the same success in the outside world it's like this arbitrary position that realistically when you get to the end position it's based on you, mm-hmm. you, you you're find rewarded out. based on the criteria of the schooling system exactly yeah exactly yeah. and then it's just like some shifty shit with some people just going oh yeah we'll just fucking chuck who supplies the meat trays exactly <laughs> exactly and, yeah. and i only sort of like i was so you know i was so diligent like i had all the awards to yeah. you know get all the leadership things i went all the leadership camps like yeah went out and did all this stuff and i was like you know, I feel like I would have a leadership position in this school. I've yeah. never Was that done... really important for you? Yeah. It, yeah. Th- that was like something for me, you know, yeah. like that's what I held on to for a long time. And, yeah. um, and then when that broke for me, when I didn't get in and it was sort of, I later found on and it found out that it was because the year 12s from the year above sort of didn't like me because when I came in, because I, in rowing in mm-hmm. year 11, I was competing for the first crew. Like I, I was good enough to yeah. get into the first crew by year 11 and Bailey got in, but mm-hmm. 
Sorry, Bailey. He'll be here be. soon. Oh, yep. nice. <laughs> nice. That's good. Um, Bailey got in, but I didn't. And there was like some fuckery with the coaches and all this sort of stuff. But it was mm-hmm. fair enough. Like, I don't blame them. They don't like, if, if mm-hmm. you have someone in the boat that doesn't gel with you, you just, it's just throws the whole energy. So, yeah, yeah which is fair enough. So, mm-hmm. but that was sort of it. And then it was sort of like, because all the teachers, right? All the teachers would be like, yeah, would he perfect? Mm-hmm. Bang. Yeah. But all the students, like, it sort of just had like a, I don't know, it's like turned just yeah. like no sort of thing yeah you know but so that really sort of was my first like breakdown hit me yeah. real hard because that was something that i carried with me for such a long time and yeah. then that's when i sort of really started getting into it was just like what like i gotta start analyzing what these people are fucking telling me because mm-hmm. half it's bullshit clearly yeah. it's bullshit yeah like i figured that out by like term two and i was just <laughs> like oh, okay exit strategy like yeah. you know what yeah, start exactly. thinking about other things mm-hmm. and that's sort of when i started realizing like my mental time was so much like like I would rather spend it on thinking about things that I want to think about and interest, you know what I mean? Like interesting rather than inventions. try and fulfill what the schooling was. Exactly, yeah. which is something I sort of had the luxury to do because I came out of school, I started working at the, at the bedroom, which is what mm-hmm. we were talking about. And I made a lot of money. Like I just- yeah. Before thousands. we move on to that, before we move on to that, I want to jump back to kind of your mm. initial transition in what grade eight, uh, grade nine, grade 10. Because I feel like that's something a lot mm. of our listeners could, could benefit from because- as much as we like to turn a blind eye to it, bullying is something that is rampant in the schooling systems. You know, it doesn't matter kind of who you are. Next to everyone has a target on their back. So I want to kind of dive into your th- thought process in the sense like what was... Because obviously you, you, you were a great achiever in school in the traditional sense and stuff like that. You had lots of friends. You know, you had mm-hmm. your social groups, you know, you're playing sports and doing stuff like that. But like, what was, what was that like for you to kind of receive that kind of hatred from people? And then what made you like, what made you channel that into transforming yourself? And also what was that transformation like? Because I remember like when you came back from holidays, I was like, whoa, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Legit, man. Like, mm. it was so, so goddamn impressive. And I think that was also quite intimidating for a lot of people, you know? That's sort of how it switched. It just switched to everybody because then I was like, okay, well, right, motherfucker. Like, I'm yeah. going to perform, you know? I, exactly. I'm going to be... I'm now... Like, I was one of the top athletes in the school. Like, yeah. there's, there's, there's no question of that with rowing and rugby. Yeah. And, like, swimming... Yeah, that's... Like, swimming's tough. But, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, rowing is a hell of a sport sort of thing. So... I was just like, well, now I'm here, and then, yeah. but then it would still sort of just be like, no, 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 like you can't win. Yeah, you know, like they're you, still trying to put you back like, into the previous and, and box. Then it just sort of work, like mm-hmm. you know, start pulling down and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But I like I was resentful for a while of um like of it, but I sort of mm-hmm. got over it. I started working in the clubs because I built, I started to build my own life. So mm-hmm. like I started working at bedroom and um working in that nightclub environment. Sort of that that was another thing that changed me as a person one made me start loving music which ended up being bad for me because mm-hmm. now i have hearing aids um mm-hmm. i have tinnitus in my right ear so i have a constant ringing that never stops mm-hmm. it's probably like a four out of ten in loudness and mm-hmm. like a dog whistle sort of thing yeah wow. um so that's like that came last year mm-hmm. so we can get into dealing yeah. with that yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive back here i feel like yeah. we're jumping around a little mm. bit too much here so mm. let's just slow it down a bit so Let's go back to you in school because that's a really important thing you just skip straight over. Yeah. So what was your thought process like that? Because that's for someone to do a massive Mm. transition like that, that takes 
you know taking ownership so many mm-hmm. people would wallow in the fact like oh i bullied blah blah, blah. like yeah. you know i'm unhappy but you took action so yeah. talk us through what that summer break was like for you what was your motivator and you know what what made you get up and want to continue to do that because that goes well beyond just trying to prove other people wrong mm. I, yep. I also yeah. like i'm a personal trainer that's mm. my day job <laughs> so the to lose 13 kilos in that amount of time like you were mm. fucking working yeah, hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, i was i was no doing easy i was feat. doing crossfit like every every morning because my dad had a gym downstairs and it had pretty much everything he needed but i just did like high intensity like just no mercy sprints hill sprints between everything mm-hmm. and twice mm-hmm. a day and that's like with queen eating and that sort of stripped me and were you doing it with anybody no no I was just by myself wow. um i don't even think i had a gym membership at that time if i did i was i'd, I'd go to snap maybe with johnny or something but mm-hmm. um I th- yeah it also I, I went to a personal it was like the first day was i went to a personal trainer and i was just like i'm i'm just not happy with who i am like mm-hmm. it made me feel just like it was over me all day every day like it was a, a part of the way i thought because when you're interacting in an environment with people like if they have a like if you know what they're thinking based on like you know like what information you've gathered how mm-hmm. what you know that they know and all this sort of stuff yeah and you can feel that presence like oh he's fat you know what yeah. i mean sort of thing and just the build up of that basically just like which and it was the thing that just ruled my life and then I think just one day I was just like, well, fucking got to just do something turn it, turn it. around somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what can I do? And then I just went, like went into the gym. They took the photos of me. I remember I had like, I literally had like man boobs and I was mm-hmm. like 13 or something, 14 or something, like yeah. whatever. And, um, and was that motivating or demoralizing for you? Oh, I had like a good session. Yeah. Like, and, mm-hmm. and then I sort of started to understand like the importance of exercise and that's sort of where it got me from there i sort of used that to just get away from all of that sort of shit yeah because i i now i feel like exercise is just the most crucial part of my life really if i if i go a day without the gym i like start i i start seeing my thought process go into like my ego takes over like i i i Mm -hmm. I can't be as present because i have like a i don't know we could switch the subject i have like a Mm -hmm. way when i go to the gym i can get into a certain state and this sort of is the, as the benefit a new benefit that i've discovered with my hearing aids which has sort yeah. of been a thing um so with the tinnitus i can't listen to noise like yeah. noise aggravates it makes it worse so yeah. i have to wear earplugs but then if you wear earplugs you can't hear anything right so mm-hmm. I have to have the hearing aids go into the earplugs play the ambient sound from out mm-hmm. outside world which is nicer and like mm-hmm. sort of like um less harsh yeah. on my ears and um, so when I went through that phase, I sort of started to begin to realize that people, you know, like there's people that go through their whole life and they wear the same pair of glasses. They never see outside of the narrative that they tell themselves. And, you know, like you can, you know, smoke weed and get those glasses changed. You can, mm-hmm. you know, do other things and you can change those filters. But that's a, for people, they're very tied to their visual cue. Like they are, like mm-hmm. they're where they see, which is, the outside world but not mm. within yeah and when i put the earplugs in and if i turn my hearing aids off i'm with myself there's no wow. i can't hear any noise so i'm with myself and this high pitch ringing basically yeah. so had a couple months of just like having to just deal with that like and and it's a thing as well where it um because even if you're not 
like if you hear like you're hearing it all the time so for like for a while i like stressed out like i had a big stress like breakdown sort of thing like once or twice because i didn't realize that i was stressed but my body was like having a physical response to because like it was danger sort of thing mm-hmm. so i really had to when i was at the gym i had my earplugs in i was just with this which so being like having all the bullying having all the fat like having to lose 13 kilos is like one of the toughest it's a mission right yeah of course i had to i went through another mission in in doing this and getting through this because now i have with your hearing do you yeah, mean yeah with my hearing so now it's like i'm, I'm comfortable like yep. with it but um that like it really having the earplugs in allows me so say i'm walking through the day talking to you have the plugs in i can turn them off and i can be with that person in the back of the movie theater watching my ego interacting in the world it, it allows me to fully become self-conscious like i can tie mm-hmm. to that because but, you're not receiving wow. stimulus from all yeah, around you yeah 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 okay that it's, makes sense on it like honestly i really want to like because everyone's going to have hearing problems in the future i yeah. can guarantee it all these mm-hmm. like be careful people that's yeah. all i can say like mind just your ears get get noise cancelling headphones and play them real low like don't yeah. play them loud like it's just you don't want it and, yeah and but it'll probably happen eventually that like if I if I get a couple hundred million dollars and some tech dude and some mm-hmm. guy who has hearing aids, I mate, I have it. I have a I have an idea in my mind yeah. that could work and could be really good. Next business yeah. venture. But yeah, it's it's interesting. And well, that, yeah. why don't we um why don't we jump back to give a little bit of context to this? How did you how did you get that? Like, oh, actually, you know what? We haven't we haven't touched on. Straight out of school. All right. <laughs> so straight out of school, obviously you've spoken about, you know, your ego being big. Mm. You're you're now this super fit dude. You're shredded. You're, you know, a gym boy fucking mm. squatting 110, you know, doing really, really well for yourself. You kind of gone from 180. My sorry. No, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've done this. You've done a full 180, right? Now you're in, you know, a, a full fitness lifestyle. You're fully mm. committed. I take my hat off to you, by the way, as well. That takes a lot of discipline to maintain that lifestyle. And then out of school, once you've realized, hey, the schooling system is fucking rot. It's all a load of shit anyway. Straight out of school, you stepped into a position um, in the bedroom. So why don't we kick off from there and tell us about that journey, how you came up and ended up started to being host. And one thing I really want to stress is think like put what's going through your mind into the microphone because we're all about thought process here. Mm. Everyone goes through different journeys, but the one thing we all have is the ability to critically think and analyze the way that we're acting. Mm. So try and be mindful and, and, and talk about the way that you're thinking and feeling going through these different stages of your life. That's that's big, but I think I can. That's what we're about. It's got a habit of throwing the big, that's, that's, big ones. That's huge. Yeah, that's and huge. you know, take your time. We've got yeah, heaps of time. We true. can go slow. Yeah, we can. You know? I, I tend to do something where when i talk like i i sort of develop see i'm doing it right now <laughs> going on a tangent of just <laughs> like something that's on my mind that's a, a thing as me as a person yeah. like we'll we be having a conversation especially when i'm higher just like i bring out like my brain's constantly just trying to like put things together and like solve mm-hmm. it and bring interesting things so sort of out of like i started listening to i always loved listening to podcasts when i originally started rendering because i could listen i could work and i could listen to information all day and that's truly when i started mm-hmm. to revolutionize how i like like i use a lot more brain like during the day mm-hmm. just by the fact that you just have to train every day to mm-hmm. be that sort of way and people like they don't realize that 
they you know they get 10 steps into something and they need to be they need to be 100 and they go the 11th they go the 12th they they slow down they don't see that if they just go back they're going to have to do it again you know mm-hmm. and people don't like when when i take on something i like dive in head I, first. I go at it i'm very mm-hmm. but i it can die off for me like passion mm-hmm. can die off like you know you're like, in the human because i'm yeah mm-hmm. i'm, I'm on to the next sort of thing mm-hmm. so that's why i'm always sort of just going like oh fuck, like, i'm gonna start this business like that's how i like to operate is whilst i'm doing the things that i have to do during the day like work as project mm-hmm. manager i can i in the background i'm running just like another program that's thinking mm-hmm. about like put piecing together information that i've received and trying to come to knowledge and conclusions on that uh, on that information because mm-hmm. i feel like it's all important everything that we see is important information mm-hmm. and if you put yourself in environments where you receive more important information yeah then and the brain you, forgets nothing exactly and you yeah. can analyze that and uh, and you mm-hmm. can analyze that and you can bring it up and you can just go it, it just mm-hmm. sometimes it just happens you just feel like which this is the tangent thing mm-hmm. can just be here and then i can be talking about this something else and then i'll be back like i'll be back talking about this thing yeah and then I'll, and then I'll go into something else and then I'll talk about this thing and it'll all tie into like a bow sort of thing. Yeah, so, it runs full circle. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's use those analyzing skills and bounce back to the to bedroom. The <laughs> bedroom. How are we mm. doing for time on the cameras? Um, how do we go? One minute. All right. Let's reset the cameras. Yes. Yeah, Thank you so much for staying over the break. We are jumping straight back into your time at the bedroom. So what kind of made you look for a job in the club scene in the beginning? I don't know. I, it was just a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and he said, had work. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And I pick up glasses at a nightclub and first day went in and just sort of never looked back. I like when, I, when you're picking up glasses, you see a lot of things in a club. You understand a I lot about get to that for sure. <laughs> three to, like because you're sort of walking through glasses have to walk through people and yeah. not be noticed. Like you don't ever notice a glass mm. in the club. So it's like an just interesting way. It's an in interesting way to think about how to move around people. Yeah. And you sort of think of people as sort of more like sort of objects sort of thing, which I guess yeah. was probably not never that good for my mental state at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah. No, it's definitely yeah. not the case. Everybody's fucking yeah. sweet. So you're a glassy, and then kind of how did you move up through the ranks to the bottle service? So I was yeah. just like on the floor, and I was like, "Who is that bloke? His name was Luke, and he, he'd bring in the bring people in, they'd sell them the bottles, and then the bottles would come out like you know flat." Flashing lights like bottles yeah. and I was just like I want that <laughs> you know like Big I've just been yeah. through so much shit mm-hmm. and I was just like that's me and like I, I had all, like you know all the characteristics sort of thing and um but he he ended up leaving like two characteristics months. what do you mean like <laughs> like the no come on be honest here you're on before the money Dude's good jacked good looks <laughs> I was I was I wasn't proper big but i i look decent you know I mean, you're like fucking for bigger an, than i am for an 18 year old and um yeah I would, I'd, I'd wear suits every night so mm-hmm. but yeah eventually i just sort of looked at it and he left the job and then mm-hmm. bianca a chick came in she was lovely but she really didn't know how to do the job correctly mm-hmm. like um she wouldn't be she wouldn't give her number out she wouldn't be social with the people like yeah. so she didn't get as many sales yeah so i just would just pick up on sales like so there'd be people walking in i'd see like nice watch nice shoes and then i'd talk to them and like i'm sort of very good at talking to people it's just sort of building like you have to build rapport with yeah, people so you course. just find something in common and then go from there like just you talk about whatever they want to talk about yeah. talk about them yeah, show them a good time yeah 100 percent, and mm-hmm. and give them a good time that's yeah. like something i always value with my new business now i always value experience like people yeah. me being able to my 
my brain like what i think up like my creativity being able to make someone's experience in their life better yeah you, know? you can see the full picture in yeah a sense. yeah so yeah. that was so that was a big part and eventually i got the job because i was making good sales and then yeah, yeah I, I started um making really good money it was but that lifestyle is a fast lifestyle so when you said you got the job so you were um you were doing bottle service and stuff like that before you were hosting no no no. so i was just picking up the glasses yep. basically yeah and then you know weasel my way in like oh can i take the bottles up this time and then yep. and then eventually like sort of because it's by vote i guess you could say in the club as well as yep. management sort of thing so everybody in the like club was just like vote? yeah uh, staff yeah. vote all the staff was like oh zach's the host like you know, yeah like he's the host so eventually i got into the position and yeah it was really good and lucrative at the start um yeah. and then sort of it was it was a fantastic job. I met lots of people, lots of interesting people. Had lots of crazy experiences, and you know, work, like working in a nightclub every night. It's just, yeah. yeah, it was pretty. I'm fun. sure you would have seen yeah. some shit. And I want to dive into kind shit. of. I want to. I really want a few stories on kind of some <laughs> of the stuff that you saw. But first of all, I want to kind of know what it was like for you. So obviously, as a host, I saw you on the door quite often. You know, you even let me into the club multiple times. Mm. But what was it like for you? kind of seeing people mm. from your past that it might have been unkind to you and things like that like what yeah. was that like for you yeah it was, how, how were you acting it in was that always sense? it was always fun there was part of me was just like i just you know no like mm-hmm. get just fucking leave you know but you just wanted to use your power sort, but. yeah I just, <laughs> but but then i just sort of it it was a little guilty pleasure of mine i'll admit yep. it i i used to just go fellas come in and they're like oh no like what the fuck and bring them downstairs all free entry bang in straight to the bar line them up 10 shots fireball like mm-hmm. i had a thousand dollar drink account so i just yeah. like just wreck people yeah basically. Just like, <laughs> but like 10 shots of fireball that's like a 100 bucks you yeah. know what i mean like that's big when you're going out yeah, like no one's course. gonna shout that round you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. so then i'll just be like there you go fellas and then just like 20 minutes later another round of fireball shots and then just like and then just sort of give them drinks throughout the night yeah. and they just have to sit there and wallow in the fact that they just talk shit about me for <laughs> half of their life sort of thing yeah. wow. so that was a bit of a power play i'll admit but yeah. that and that was good on you though man like you got yourself that's in the position a very dignified I did. Yeah. way to do it too like that's that's yeah. balling. Not yeah, everyone like would have acted that civil. I mean, part of me wants to be like, mm, "Sorry, guys, we're full." <laughs> Not gonna lie, I did, I, I did get aggressive with one kid yeah. who always used to fuck with my car. He'd always yeah. every day egg it, put up the windscreen wipers, and whatnot. I just was just like, "Nah, mate, security, the whole deal is get the fuck out." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hey, hundred percent. It's just like you. You think you come here? Like, because yeah. at that point, it was sort of like you. you you're coming to my yeah, house. You're coming to my house. Basically, <laughs> you walk in here and you're just like no no, no yeah. get out you, you don't belong here you can't do that to me and like because that was like you know walking down to my car at school and just seeing like oh I've been fucked with again you know yeah I mean? just, my just whole life one just after been, another as well yeah, man, it just, just builds relentless. up like I remember like not wanting to go to graduation crying to my mother saying I just can't I can't do it wow like I can't do it I had a staff member say to me it was just like can you, you can you just make it through the next like couple like four days or something because mm-hmm. there was a point where people put posters up around me in the school and all this sort of stuff and um which like posters yeah actual posters which no teacher ever sort of spoke to me about but like when you sort of come to school and you see like a like a poster on the wall that's like directly someone's gone through out. effort yeah. to print mm-hmm. them to make it then separate like spread it around the, yeah, yeah i couldn't imagine man. yeah yeah wow 
But um, yeah, so that was like, so that was good for me. But at the same time, it was just a big ego builder, which yeah. like I, at that time, I didn't know, like you don't get taught in school, like mindfulness and like getting in touch with yourself. Like, so yeah. I was just like on this life of getting rewarded by society. Like I was, you know, I could, you know, do what I, I did, what I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. like I, you know, you're talking about your land. I, had, I my first bike I ever bought was a V-Rod. Yeah, and I put a 300 rear tire big on the fat back. tire. Yeah. Spent six grand, oh, yeah. six grand on making this tire from like two six, two forty inches to three hundred. Mm-hmm. It was way overpriced, <laughs> and I shouldn't have paid that much money. But it was it on was top a, of the, what the bike cost. Bike, but yeah. that was on, literally only. It was so sad because that was only because I used to go on Instagram mm-hmm. and I would see like because it would show me bikes, right? But it would mm-hmm. show me bikes in Australia and popular bikes in Australia. This is yeah. how fucked, like, you know, like I can literally see how Instagram changed my life in a, in a pivotal way. Show us. It, it would us. show, it, it would show me like V-Rods because mm-hmm. that's a popular bike in mm-hmm. Australia for, you know, like old, like it's like bikey, like it's a bikey bike mm-hmm. sort of thing, but it's also like a very beautiful, like it's a Porsche mode, like yeah. it's a Porsche motor and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, that's it. That's the bike. Like yeah. I was, when I re- originally went into the job, I was just going to buy like a, you know, like a, Secondhand sports star like twelve grand. Then I was like, mm-hmm. nah, mate, no. Nah. Spend just like seventeen grand, buy this yeah. bike secondhand, and then build it for like another like fifteen. And again, do you think that was your ego acting? Yes, hundred percent. Because I I would get on that bike and just be like, it's me, you know, like this, mm-hmm. like you know, like it, it it was an extension of me. Like that's how you know, like you. I I basically just wanted to be because I was so I was just so insecure from like so many years of just yeah. like all this stuff that. It was just like I had. To, I feel like I had to have the need to prove myself to everything else and everybody else. Yep. Sort of by like what what was valued in my community group was like money and like looks. That's yep. what it was in the nightclub. Like I just went into a job where that was like that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You could go into a job in mining and be like come out just like wanting to sink beers on a Friday. And yeah. Stuff. But I sort of came out of it loving music, loving it too much, blowing my ears out. Mm-hmm. Like and riding motorbikes fast and hard and like that reckless lifestyle and i that all sort of that, that all sort of changed um a couple of years ago i came so it was the first time i came off my bike yeah i was um it was actually not my bike at the time i had a 1200 sportster it was actually bailey's old bailey's old bike <laughs> beautiful bike one day from the gym i was like to lock air other fan i was like man i'll jump on the super motard we'll go for a ride t-shirt shorts yeah. going down smith street. so you didn't even have the right gear on going down smith street yeah. pretty sure i tried to clutch up a wheelie yeah but i was in second not in third yeah so and the torque on this bike just ripped me so i just went straight back and then because when i hit my head like i've got this condition i guess you could say um of whenever i hit my head i have seizures so yeah. i fell out of a tree when i was really young or they think it was from like when i was a baby i had like a con- febrile convulsion or something i was seizing what's that it's like a it's when the baby gets like over it's like basically overheats and starts like seizing basically okay like. yeah so i think that then might have like triggered something in my brain to just be like to be able to succumb to that easier yeah so be hypersensitive to hypersensitive seizures. to that yeah. basically so and that's when so like that's contact with my head because really, i remember so. that happening uh, a couple of, in a few sporting events yeah yeah it's soccer well. we were playing we were yeah. playing the same no, game we were on the same team yeah, yeah. Fucking, I, like it was yeah i mm-hmm. i remember yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. it's wow. it's it's real tough having to wake up and just like you know realize you almost bite, bit someone's finger off and like all this sort of shit like whoa was, you can't just drop that and then like move on like it's yeah. nothing well, it was the, guy the, soccer <laughs> field, the guy on the soccer field the one of the dads that came over my dad ran over and one of the dads ran over and he put his fingers in my mouth stopped me from like biting my <laughs> tongue which is not tongue, the right yeah. thing to do i think you just roll people on the side and you just leave them <laughs> and um and like 
I almost bit his finger off. Like, so wow. it's not that like the the human fingers like a consistency of a carrot, realistically, yeah. if yeah. you actually wanted to eat it. <laughs> and so, yeah, buddy gave this guy a run for his money. Wow, I know. But anyway, so that like, yeah. The, so when I had the motorbike crash. That was sort of the pivotal thing because I was living this hard life. And so was, you were still the you were just to give context I, in, yeah. in your life, like you were still you were the host of the bedroom at the time. No, no, no. This no, is after. This is so, pr- so host of the bedroom from like 2018 to halfway through 2019, and then I mm-hmm. started just do it my business mm-hmm. and sort yeah. of. Well, what made you wanted to? What made you want to move on from the bedroom? I just got after a while. It just I just was just like no one here actually wants to have a conversation with me like the person you know what I mean like, yeah. I still knew I was conscious that there was you they know, wanted to have a, a conversation with the host yeah exactly yeah. the host you know like try to use me try to get me and I just like I was just like it's just not worth it and I just sat there and I was like I've got a good amount of money I've got a business idea I had a business idea start a business and then I was just like I'm going to pull out actually study at uni rather than like half studying because yeah. I'm like working nights like it's not possible sort of thing mm-hmm. and um so like having that money sort of gave me the luxury of like more developing more thought time, like rather than having to work and Constantly. Like only thinking about work rather yep. than yeah. whilst you work. like it, it gave me the ability to learn like two things at once. So yep. like, like, you know, when I was in the laboring job, I could listen to things and work at the same time, yep. which it's just doubling your like not doubling your brain capacity but you're you know you're able to doubling your time yeah your time yeah Yeah. being really efficient with your time sort of thing and it's not that hard to do and i think it's for me it's like i have a because i've gone through so much like shit so much adversity it's now i can adapt to that easier like i had to go through my when i came off that bike that time six months no license because you can't drive again when you have seizures yeah and then that was all good they're like yeah it's only head contact and then i had a gsxr i love that bike and then that's more of a sports bike yeah sports bike and then one day i just i went to a motorcycle meet i remember it went to a motorcycle meet and i saw a red ducati in the corner it was just this beautiful red ducati yeah yeah, Yeah. never really liked ducatis Mm. that much but like i looked at it and and walked over and the price was 10 grand and i'm like this bike is at least worth 17 like and and i was like and i was in the market of maybe selling my bike and i called my dad and i was like dad can you fucking give me like three grand and he did (laughs) and like to to pay it until i could pay him back for selling my bike sort of thing and um i bought it and then a couple weeks later i crashed it just because I, wow. it was a it was a European bike and I just didn't like how it rode but, but I was so just involved in going fuck I'd look pretty you sick envisioned I would look on so it, yeah. sick on that bike like yeah. with my MCF 97 number plate like I still yeah. like I got that I still have that I don't yeah. have it on my car or anything it's too ego indulgent yeah. to, <laughs> to do that like and um, yeah I just that's just sort of what mm-hmm. I pictured and then it all sort of mm-hmm. that when that broke down for me it was similar to the thing that happened to me in school was such a big breakdown of every like the whole narrative that i've been telling myself like every day it was just gone like Mm -hmm. and then um so went through that six months holly lovely girlfriend drove me around everywhere all the guys at work helped out and they Mm -hmm. picked me up and all this sort of stuff got got back together but still was like half half um just hadn't i finished just though it had like just though it sort Mm -hmm. of died a little bit after a couple of Big opportunities went a little bit... Like Before we just, dive into that, mm. I kind of want to backtrack a little bit in, into kind of... Obviously, it's very monumental to completely dissolve one view of yourself and build up another. So, how did you feel when you had that realization and you know you realize oh fuck i've just crashed this bike mm. you know life isn't what i'm perceiving it to be right now 
what was that thought process in the sense you know like i'm sure you spend lots mm. of time on your own talking about you know your actions mm. replaying 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 yeah. all that kind of stuff we all do it but what was that like for you mentally was it relieving when you kind of were able to let your ego a little bit it was very difficult like because what I had to do, what really dropped it for me was because I had, I tied with my identity as well for a really long time that I loved motorcycles. Like my yep. uncle who I, like passed away, I have a big story about that and never yep. got to meet him, but like I'm very similar to him and he loved riding motorbikes and that sort yep. of thing. So I have like this sense of identity into riding motorbikes. And then obviously after that, I realized I was like, I can't ride motorbikes. If I come off and then have it, like I had this big like fight with the cops because when I came off the second time, obviously yeah. I had another seizure and I was like woke up, I was up against a tree and wow. like it was like, yeah, pretty You're bad. You're very lucky like, to kind of still be, uh, obviously, yeah. you know, you've you've got... Mm some things you're dealing with but yeah. you're still standing upright yeah yeah you know? i know, I know. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've i've gone my body hard and i'm in like zen mode now mm -hmm. so i like i just had i, I just learned lessons really hard mm -hmm. i guess that's what i say but i i make sh like i remember them you yeah. know what i mean and i use that to go well like i could just feel shit about myself for the rest of my life for this like and especially like when you have a just consistent non-stop ring in your ears and you just you could easily at wow. any point start thinking like I shouldn't have listened to that music in the club. Like I shouldn't have, bait, like you know, I shouldn't have played my it bass too. It just eats like, at you if you just, start that pattern. Like to be able to not do that mm -hmm. is just takes an ordinary amount of strength. Like I, I was sort, sort of, so I lost my job and I, so I couldn't work. So I sort of had, but I had money. Was this just after the crash? This, um, yeah, this is just after the crash. This is like mm -hmm. I had been bedroom two. Those three years ago, just yep. oh, it was like probably a year ago met holly and then we sort of had a year of love together mm -hmm. and then this is sort of around that time was all these hectic things i've done very yep. unfortunate things to her and i've put her through way too much than, <laughs> than she needs to go through but um mm -hmm. so i lost my hearing when i went back to work i went back to work in the nightclubs again and i told myself every day i was like it's not an ego thing i literally just went there to get more money to start horizon basically yeah because i was working five days a week um as a renderer like full-time like you know eight nine hour days hard on the wall sort of thing and then on friday nights i'd do a work in at, at lost kingdom i'd, I'd mm -hmm. work in the club and bank extra money sort of thing so I was just doing that to save really. And then just, yeah. just one day, like I sort of started noticing at night, it was like, you know, you get ringing from after a loud event or something. Yeah, of course. Which sort of stayed there. And then it got worse and worse and worse. And it got to the point where I was just like, I like, it hit me. I was like, this is it. Like, this is permanent. Like, this is for the mm -hmm. rest of my life sort of thing. So I didn't, because I didn't work for that period of time. I sort of got, I had the ability to think a lot about it. And because I just haven't always have had an attitude of just like, you can't let this take over you because it's just, you know what I mean? You might, you, you might as you're going up, you might as well just mm -hmm. keep going up. You know what I mean? It's a very like valuable way to view the world yeah. because it's very easy to get caught up in our problems, you know, and 100%. to see the out and to see the light in a sense is, is a skill that not a lot of people, everybody has it, but not a lot of people harness or pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So I want to commend you on that because honestly, mm -hmm. like I don't think, I don't think you really comprehend kind of what you've been through in a sense. And the very fact that you can talk about this so openly and the very fact you are willing to come here and talk to it, like you could have easily be swallowed up by, you know, everything has happened to you. Even from starting back from high school, mm -hmm. the very fact that you said, all right, I'm fucking sick of my body. I'm sick of the current state that I'm in. I want to do something about it. And action 
is such a valuable trait in life and i i honestly swear you you're not going to have problems in your life you're going to achieve whatever you want to achieve because you have that mindset i'm sorry for interrupting you no. but continue on nice. <laughs> Thank you. The, the ability to just get through all of these obstacles that have been put in front of you and like you know one of the things that i haven't seen you since school but the thing that i take away from this is it's like wow like so knowledgeable and humble and like an amazing kind of way and it's a testament to all the things that you have been through and able to get through and you just have an incredible way of thinking about it all it's thank you it's not <laughs> thank you yeah 100 percent. so let's jump back in um we've kind of mentioned just do it a little bit so i want to kind of give a little bit of context for our listeners what was that um because it was a great idea honestly a really really great <laughs> yeah. idea so give yeah. us give us the inception of that first and then we'll we'll go through the journey yeah so i've got my business side of me as well i've always been thinking about like this idea i've for the last year i've tortured bailey just with before i've just started focusing on just purely training yeah i'll just be like mate oi this like like let's do this and she's yeah. like business ideas coming from everywhere down, yeah like, you know what i mean like no it's a yeah. great idea yeah but you know like too mm-hmm. much and um yeah so um i've lost myself um so the ins- <laughs> i fucking love this bro this is so cool <laughs> all right so <laughs> We've spoken about mm. Just Do It in passing a little bit, but give yeah. a little bit of context. Story. Right. Yes. Sorry. Thank how you. was that? How did that come about? You kind of just touched mm. on the the fact I, I'm here. I'm guessing a lot of your kind of business ideas and your clarity oh, of thought. Bro, don't we all? But <laughs> what I'm thinking is a lot of your kind of clearest thoughts came through when you were training. Mm. You know, yeah. and, and that's kind of, I'm getting this sense that mm. that's also why you were drawn to it because it was almost like a, a, a moment of peace for you. Yeah. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, it's 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 the thing. I, I honestly, this is why one day I want to start up my own gym and yeah. like I really want to focus on being like for young kids and stuff because mm-hmm. obviously that, without that, I... Without Jim, I would be nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be gone because I would never would have learned to just like, you've just if you just keep going, like you're going to get gains. You're mm-hmm. going to get more, you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. though it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Like once you learn that and you beat that into yourself every day, but once you figure, like you can just, like if you, you just got to teach yourself. I saw a quote the other day. I was never going to Instagram, but I saw a quote and it's just like, um, learn to do hard things. Like just, yeah. it's like, sounds so simple to say, but like, it, like just, just it's a muscle it. you need to work. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a muscle anything. you need to work because the more you know how to do that, like, because people can learn how to do like shit things, like boring things, like like packing boxes and all this sort of shit. But like learning to do things that are actually like mentally, physically, like pursuits, you know, have a yep. mission and have a goal and try to get to the end of it. Like that's And to see it through to the end mm. as well. You know, yeah. so many people get to 95%, mm. but they don't realize the last 5% is where the gold is hidden. 100%. 100%. You know? 100%. So let's jump just, into just do it. 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 We tried three times sorry. <laughs> for the third time, third time. Just do it. Let's go. Okay. Part of me doesn't want to edit this. I yeah. love this, bro. <laughs> just, just do it. Um, was my little baby. So I loved cookie dough. There's no secret to that because I was fat. I was fat kid. Like mm-hmm. I just. Fuck, you used to fuck up some Milo in uh, in ice cream and mix it up and the that. whole deal. Fuck and once I found out that I could actually make cookie dough, I was like, wow, this is the best thing <laughs> yeah. ever. And then I sort of saw a business in the States, like in New York, doing like just crazy well. Like they just make millions of dollars of selling cookie dough sort of thing. I was like, that's a good idea. I was like, well, buddy, no one's doing that No here. one was doing was it like, at No all. one's doing that here. I'm like, there's, there's like pretty big desserts in the country, you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. like, but 
the cook like you get Arnie Cath from Woolworths, but mm-hmm. that's got eggs in it. It's not like ed- you can't just eat it. And so that just sort of I just saw the thing opportunity that I encountered. Yeah, yep. I saw the opportunity and I was just like, bang, like let's just do it. And um, it was a good startup. It was a cheap startup. What like, was your first point of action? I think was thinking oh it was actually the logo yeah it was just the logo design the logo in some like make it real thing. and yeah yep. it was it was good though i felt that it was a good logo i felt mm-hmm. it did it justice mm-hmm. and um yeah just like logo and then just dived into it just tried to you know like what do i have to do like oh call up my marketer or something it's just over here and say like i've, I've got a store like you know send them a brief like yep. you know sort of things that you learn in uni but like it's just uni is just it's not great mm. like it's just so yeah. You, you just go, you, oh, yeah, let's all just learn it and then repeat it, but then probably never actually remember it because we never have, like, it's engaged. It's not putting context of the real world. In, yeah. like, you know, in yep. it because it's just like, oh, here's all the information. We're not talking, you know, mm-hmm. and we're not engaged in conversation. Yeah. So but, uh, once yeah. you once you kind of made the logo, then you kind of sourced to where you could kind of start selling it. I'm assuming you've had some, you experimented with some flavors and started mm. to put things, and, and you it know, was, that's that's was, a creative experience it, in itself. It was a tough time because yeah. I was actually prepping for my contest. I was, uh, so- Bodybuilding? My bodybuilding oh, contest, no. yeah. Oh. I was, it was like six weeks, I had six weeks, I was going down to Melbourne to compete. And, um, and yeah, I just like, had to, i was building the business then uh, and i always start businesses at weird times like start a horizon when i didn't have a job and mm-hmm. like it's covid and it's like oh well you know you're building are, something out of desperation pe- maybe people, people are going to go camping yeah oh, fuck, there's two cars here that look pretty cool like mm-hmm. oh i could build a van like we always wanted to build a van but it's like 70 grand to build a van mm-hmm. how much are those guys going to get 150 dollars like i can get 150 dollars for a car that you know a little suzuki sierra with the rooftop 10 on it bang like market it ready right. made mm-hmm. and it's that's that's it so sort of yeah. always just sort of like seeing the va- like that's that's like I, I always value the resources the input that i grab and yep. interactions that i have with people that's really what i value most is like interacting with people mm-hmm. in a genuine way it's and like you can put it into context as well yeah yep. yeah like people yep. people are the most valuable resource because like I, I always, I, I loved history during school. Mm-hmm. So I got a passion for the past and thinking about like, well, like, you know, all this stuff happened and why did it happen? This is how mm-hmm. it resulted. And you realize when like, you can look at, like history is amazing. You can look at a piece of like a moment and that's got a piece of time attached to it. And you can analyze everything in that piece of time mm-hmm. and then use that. You just go, oh, well, this person did this and this and that. And mm-hmm. then, you History use- repeats itself. Yeah, you know, 100%. and if we don't look into our past, we will recreate it. Amen. So we need to step back and, yeah. and go to our second interlude, and we'll be back for our third session of goodness, and we will try to wrap things up. We'll see how we go. Yeah, it, might, <laughs> it might take four. <laughs> it might take four. <laughs> I mean, we're taking this as it comes, but this is mad. I'm really enjoying myself. So give us two seconds. We'll be back in a minute. Let's go. Nice. So, um, I'm coming back in with another... It's not as unrelated as the last one. It's a little (laughs) bit more related, but you wanted to delve into it before. I'm going to ask the craziest story that you have from being a glassy. I'm going to lead with mine because I did a stint in Melbourne, the Melbourne's nightclub. Through uni games as well. Oh, nice. That would be pretty groped. wild. I was yeah. like, <laughs> oh, seen a scene. was an everyday I thing. I was like 16 years old and getting groped like daily. 40-year-old women. Fucking nuts. But, um, Hens parties was... were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Hens parties. They just felt like they just had the right, you know? You're just like, it's no. It's like, like paying your money so yeah. I can take what I want. Yeah, exactly. But 
Uh, there was one night we were there in uni games as well, and one of the other glasses like came over to me, and he was like super animated because it's very loud and very dark, and he's trying to like convey something to me, and he's so animated that I'm like think someone's like fighting or mm. like somebody's hurt or something. There was a dude in the middle of the dance floor just dig out pissing, <laughs> just in the middle of the dance floor, and he was trying to get me to get security, so I went over to the security guard i'm like dude there's a dude pissing in the middle of the dance floor and so the security guards charged over dude's still pissing and he tackles him not mid piss (laughs) and gets covered in piss oh what commitment and then they eventually get him out and the security guard's like what the fuck bro that's a bad decision why don't i just fucking wait for him to stop yeah (laughs) on mid flow come on flow pissing dude in the middle of the dance floor that's rough that's that's probably the wildest thing that I saw in my glasses. Oh man, I, well, wildest thing I saw was just this guy came in one night. And I don't know his name. I don't want to say his name. Mm-hmm. Came in and just started throwing cash, like big cash, like th- literally just tipped me a hundred straight off the bat. And then was just got like he was obviously like some high level drug dealer, like leb sort of guy. Mm. And um, whole night he was just like giving he just he was giving people money basically. Mm-hmm. Like so obviously he's like high level drug dealer. Tons of cash, can't do anything with it, come mm-hmm. to the club and spend it. I reckon he tipped me like four grand over three weeks, like just ridiculous. Just like Shit. bang, 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 bang. But like there was, there was one point where he ripped Can we my... get him in here? Yeah, I know. No, no, he, he went to jail after that. <laughs> oh, what a bummer. Yeah. Let's bust him out. Let's go. Of course. Um, yeah, he like ripped my shirt open one night and it was just like, whoa. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is an expensive shirt. And he goes, here's the money to pay for it. And I'm just like, gives me like 200 bucks. I was like, fuck, can't be mad. Like, it's only a $50 shirt. I was just like, wow. but yeah, it's crazy. And the rest of the night I had to tuck my shirt in. But um, yeah, he was one night where I was walking and I was going to get my chicken sensu kebab thing after work. The ritual. He, he rocks up, like pulls up down the main cavil, like just him in his like AMG C63, like not the newest ones, the mm-hmm. model before that. Mm-hmm personalized plate on it some like wanker plate he goes like bro like you want like come in like come Mm -hmm. in come to my like party after party and i was like fuck man this guy's giving me so much money like i could if he comes back in like you know i could you know Mm -hmm. have 10 grand off this bloke you know what i mean like and um i went i got in his car bad fucking decision we're in cavalav and we got to q1 his apartment was in q1 and um we got to q1 probably like four minutes he just Bit, like straight foot foot to the floor straight out of cattle well. past the cop yep. shop left left we ran all of the red lights to q1 <laughs> went up in his thing and there was like there was the there was paraphernalia in the room like well, it was, share with us pardon share with us oh there was there was there was there was a handgun on the table Mad. that's for sure yep. yeah there was there was drugs and cash and I got out of there within about half an hour. I was fucking shitting myself. I was like, what the fuck? I just wow. went to go for a Was there anyone else in there? Or was it just no, you two just, having a romantic just evening? Me, no, it was like him and his crew. Like, yeah. he had his crew. And I was just like, bruh. Like, this is fucked. Are we trying to sign you up or something? No, I don't know. I don't Initiation. Know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, he yeah, I saw on Snapchat a couple months later, he, he was like, like just no like a year he's just got out of prison like let's go like <laughs> it's a bedroom let's yeah, go yeah, yeah, zach yeah. where like, you at I'm, I'm not there anymore so that was fucking pretty hectic but yeah i've seen wow. seen some crazy shit <laughs> it's funny like when people kind of get to that stage you know and not all people obviously there's lots of wealthy people that 
that aren't like that. But um, down in Sydney, I, I saw a few scenes on the island, which is kind of like this floating bar in the harbour. Very luxurious, really, really beautiful venue. Um, there, I saw this on multiple occasions. They quite literally would be guys at the bar. They would have like a girl with them. And then whenever that girl walked away, they'd just pull out wads of cash and count it. <laughs> Like when I say wads of cash, it would have been, mm-hmm. you know, 20 grand, 10 grand and just count it until the next girl walked up. Yeah. And it was really, really interesting. Like Sydney was a very eye-opening experience for me because it's like that shit happens in movies, bro. Mm. But like when you see that in real life, you, you kind of take a step back a little where, bit. Where else? What else do people do that have fuckloads of cash and they can't launder it through a business at this particular mm-hmm. time? They just go drop it at the cast. Like, Why not? That's yeah. the greatest Gold Coast tradition is drug dealers dropping money at the cast. <laughs> All the staff probably know it. Like here he is again, and the Mercedes <laughs> dealership last week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Mercedes oh, dealership, bro. They would love the Gold Coast, bro. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. So where where were we when we left off before? I can't remember. We just started talking about bedroom. Like, yeah, no, but, we wrapped up just mm, do it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we wrapped up just do it. So I want to jump into as soon as I think of it, I'll let you guys know. But Horizon. Horizon. Mm. We definitely. <laughs> That's. <laughs> so I want to jump back into Horizon. Mm. You kind of touched on it a little bit. It's an adventure, um, hire business. You have a you have a couple of cars you rent out to people um, going you know on island adventures or what, whatever they kind of want to do. Yep. So, what? Obviously, you had um, you had some cars available to you at the time, and you saw that opportunity there. But what kind of made you want to turn that into a business in the initial phase? I've I've always sort of because I, I really learned the value of money when I lost it all in a motorbike and lost you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. because I I spent like I, that was bad like I lost like ten grand in that bike like, yeah and that ten grand's a lot of money when you're nineteen yeah. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that's crazy of course man and um so I sort of learned the value of money re- and what really sort of I feel humbled me was like working as like I was working as a renderer I just went in and I was working like two days a week as a renderer going to uni um and then you know going to gym and going clubbing and all this yep. sort of stuff and um like it you wanted to build something a little bit more from that then yeah like yep. I just like I've always as I sort of said before mm-hmm. like always thinking of business ideas and also oh, Holly my partner so she studies interior design mm-hmm. I studied real estate and property development at uni and I'm sort of working in the trade industry and I sort of want to eventually want to do developments houses architecture sustainable all these sorts of things that's like dreams of yep. ours so it's we love designing like spaces yep. and but I didn't have the capital to buy a house like you know what I mean like yep. I could have if I was smart but I wasn't so I had to learn so and then working as like a la- hard laboring job actually having to earn money physically sweat equity sweat yeah yep. and it's tough work man like rendering is not easy like no. it's one of the it's it's rough like you're putting like you could put half a ton of render on a wall in a day sort of thing like and um like you gotta move that sort of thing mm-hmm. and um yeah so that sort of just gave me the appreciation for like money and now like i don't really i try not to think about money i don't chase it like i sort of don't really worry like my paycheck comes in mm-hmm. every week and this sort of thing but i used to let it really bother me mm-hmm. and i used to let it like you know keep me up at night and just as soon as i disassociated myself just going like look i'm doing all the right things like i feel like you know i feel yeah. like i'm on the best path i possibly could be there's no point of like fretting about oh i don't have this or that like because well that's just your ego going Mm -hmm. trying to go oh just because there's a scarcity of mercedes benz that's why you want a mercedes benz Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. just how it is and that's like the world and that's sort of yeah what i've been able to do is be able to 
really be authentic, like as authentic to myself as I possibly could be. Like, cause you know, when I was in the clubs, like, you know, my look was like, you mm-hmm. know, hair slicked back. Like I would hair, I, I would hairspray my hair. So it was perfect every mm-hmm. night. You know what I mean? I over concerned about my image to the point like where I like, like got really big in bodybuilding and then I lost a bunch of weight and I was like really mm-hmm. sort of had a bad relationship with food for a long time. And then I sort of had to build back up. And um, yeah. yeah, so when like you you thinking about getting into the housing market, so you mm. were looking at kind of building out passive income because you were working hard, putting fucking like render on a wall every <laughs> single day, you know, working working mm. hard for your money. You kind of were looking for avenues. Yeah. How can I earn money? Well, how can I make money work for me, really? So yeah. then you obviously you realize you had the assets in terms of the cars available. Basically, just went the most efficient route possible. Yeah. Like, because I wanted to start a business. I always loved running a business, you know, the human interaction, you're meeting new people, you're gaining new experiences, like you're learning things that you will, you know, that, that you now know, like, yeah. and that's unique things. Like, and, you know, they're very specific things, like running a small business that takes a lot of, very, you can't just get knowledge from, yeah. it, from uni and do it. You know what I mean? It takes trial and error, really. Trial, it's the only yeah. way to learn. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, her, like Horizons, a passion project of ours. Mm-hmm. Holy, like because we obviously couldn't invest in a big house in a space like that. We were like, what can we do with the money that we have? And mm-hmm. thought about vans. We loved it, like you know, deck out the van and that sort of thing. Because Holly's an interior designer, she's like, yeah. fantastic, by the way. And um, we, but we couldn't afford that. So we're yeah. like, well, what's what's the what's what do I have around me in my environment that I could use? Like what assets is within reach within my like within my community sort of thing yeah and how can i evolve this so it's like i i I didn't spend time fucking around i wasn't you know like i could just work a job like you know every week and then get the paycheck but you just if you're not working towards something that's like you and like something that's an expression of like horizon adventure goes like an expression of who i am who like holly and i's relationship yeah. like we love going to adventures experience unique places and the unique mm-hmm. vehicles is a, is, is a way to you know like when, when driving those cars it's it's an experience because everybody is like wanting to have a like you know drive around suzuki Jimny right now mm-hmm. and we have the old school sierra and then we've got the land rover defender and like mm. soon to be another car probably in the next coming months yeah and awesome it, what yeah. have you got on the yeah, on yeah one on the cards oh it's it's tough it's tough because i gotta buy new yeah just business decision gotta buy new because five years warranty you get yeah you get and the all tax your benefits GST, as well you get yep. all your gst back straight away like yep. you get you buy a fifty thousand dollar car it's five grand gst they pay you within the next three months you can mm. use that to pay off that car mm. until you get a bit like till you get that car rolling bring yep. in an income so you can you just you can basically start a business mm. for like no, so no, how much do you kind of have to out- outlay once you've bought the car all the modifications to make mm. it kind of adventure ready what 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 would you do actually you know what <laughs> talk us through the setup process of of this new car what mm. are you doing first and you know what what do you see is useful in an adventure vehicle swiss army knife yeah what, like we sort of that's what we wanted it to be like when we first sort of think about it We're, like we can't have the space where we have the beautiful wall and the lights because we can't get the van but how can we pack the most amount of punch mm-hmm. into the vehicle so like holy just like i don't even know organizational skills you see that you pull out that drawer <laughs> and it's just like pans and things perfectly stacked together i'm like oh it's uh, like jenga yeah it's, <laughs> it's beautiful it all fits in there it's all nice and clean we've got our fridge and and that sort of stuff and it's just yeah like it we we designed it with you, you don't have to do anything like you yeah. pull up you pull out the awning you make yourself a coffee like we've got coffee in the thing 
if you run out of food we supply a little paella so you can mm-hmm. cook it just in the pan with a bit of oil and you know then water and that sort of well, stuff so and no one's dying on a horizon adventure no definitely not definitely <laughs> not we have had some customers almost get blown away though that that was that was set, setting up on main beach when a storm's coming yeah not a good idea yeah yeah but you can't, not a good idea. You can't help people once yeah. they're out there you know awesome so we're, we're getting kind of towards the end mm. of our time i wanted to dive into how you're feeling right now um because you know as all the listeners have now experienced you've gone through many many stages in your life so i want to kind of know what stage you in right now how how are you feeling what what are your aspirations for the future more so than anything i'm really enjoying operating right now it's it's nice like I don't really have like my my work is very challenging, but I but I like that. It's new challenges every day. I'm learning new skills in my project manager role, and it's quite difficult. I'm taking on mm-hmm. more and more um, every sort of day, and it's 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 difficult to stay on track and be disciplined with that. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. Coming out of the whole hearing thing, like I've you know we're hearing aids around, yeah. and like it's a it's a thing sort of. I guess you could say, but it doesn't really bother me. I sort of. Um, like I own it. Like I love, I love having hearing aids. It's mad. Mm-hmm. I can listen to books whenever. Like I, can, <laughs> like I literally, like you call me, it's in my hearing aids. Like wow. people will get wigged out because I'm like, I'll be on the phone and the, I'll be talking, but I was talking like, you know, to the phone down here, but mm-hmm. they can't, they can't hear anything because they yep. think that it's on speaker. So that's funny. I always have to turn the phone around. Just be like, <laughs> These ones in here, mate. But um, yeah, I'm well, very positive, very ha- like very excited about the future. Like with Horizon, and you know, like we're dedicating as much time as we can to mm-hmm. you know after work and on the weekends and stuff. This weekend, we're actually going to go do a trip um, up to the Glasshouse Mountains. Oh wow! So you can watch that on Snapchat. So Snapchat at no sorry not Snapchat I'm so out of social media game I can't even <laughs> say the right social media company Instagram Instagram yep. we'll be doing a story Horizon Adventure Co so you can follow that whole so thing. what's the handle on that it is at horizonadventure.co. Co all right awesome at horizonadventure.co. might be an underscore in there <laughs> fucking hell well that makes it easy uh, just guess you know just, type in Horizon see what comes up <laughs> <laughs> that's it you'll see it. Is, I was right Adventure underscore 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 co the underscore dot co. No, 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 there's no dot. You're talking to over here. It's horizon dot adventure underscore co. There you go. There you go. Thank Girlfriend's you. in to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing you're not in charge of marketing. No. Oh, like, look, I, I did the marketing classes, so I know a bit about it. But like, like I, like it, it was handy. I saw it, it was like listening to that episode when you were talking about your. It was very nostalgic for me as well. I sort of did that web design, creating mm-hmm. websites for people. The episode and, so, uh, number two. With yeah, me? yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. like it, that having the ability to do that. Like I create. Like my friend um, Cordo. He came to me and he like he was a he, he, he was a physio and he worked for a guy. The guy took like forty percent. He was like, I really want to just like be my own sort of physio sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I was just like, mate, like, do you, can you do it? Like, can mm-hmm. you run your own thing? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's let's do it. Yeah. It's like created a logo, created the website for him, and and now he's killing it. Like, it's 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 yeah, mad. Wow. Set up next to World Gym. He like he yeah. So. I think having all those kind of skills in the modern world is is going to be so useful. invaluable. You know. Yeah. So we would need to work towards a, a wrap up because we got a couple mm. of minutes left. So, um, you mentioned how how you're feeling right now. All green lights, mm. which is amazing to hear after kind of the story that that you've told <laughs> us today. Very, very inspirational. Mm. Um, and to be honest, like 
I'm I'm really glad that you could just be here and be so open with it. So I want to like yeah. on the record, I wanted to thank you for coming on. No um, honestly, yeah. you know, because it this this does mean a lot. And we all of us here, we do we do have quite a history. So I'm really glad that we could kind of pick up from cause when you're when you're an adult man, you can't even compare to what you were as a child, mm. bro. Like that, you're not the same person. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people don't don't realize that and they hang on to kind of things that happened in the past. So this has Definitely. been this has been a, a really great experience for me personally. I can only speak um, for myself personally. So thank you yeah. on the record. And so why don't you kind of why don't you give our listeners a, a little bit of a plug to how they can follow along your journey? Um, at, you know how they can find you, plug your socials, all that kind of stuff. So my Instagram is z.mcf, but I don't have Instagram on my phone mm-hmm. anymore. So you won't see much coming out of that. You see if it repost, which mm-hmm. I did today. It was It's very important because I logged into the app to do it. <laughs> well, um, if there's someone that's taken a particular bit, uh, piece of information out of your story and they've they've maybe connected with your story on a deeper level, mm-hmm. how, how could they reach out to you? What would be the best way? Oh, well, you could probably just text me. Yeah? What's your fucking number, bro? Phone number is 0408. Nine eight zero six double eight. All right, booty picks only. Yeah, no, definitely not. no, no, what is no, <laughs> Bro. no. And if anyone, um, seriously though, put in a call out. If anyone wants to train and try to make that change in their life, come down to a World Gym in Ashmore, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, we can we can have a session and have a. They're doing a fourteen day trial at the moment. Um, so yeah. Jesus. I'll come do a session. Body oath, mate. Fuck tomorrow. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I I've been meaning to get today. back into the gym. Oh, Bailey, yeah. what's chest Saturday? Chest legs are su- legs Sunday. Legs are Sunday. All right, I'll make a note of it. The Church of the Squat Rack. That's where we'll be on Sunday. All right, I'll see you there. <laughs> amazing. So, thank you so much for tuning in to another amazing episode of Before the Money. This is I'm not even going to say what number episode it is because I'll probably sure. get it wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> nine is it? Nine? Um, no, episode <laughs> number. Who fucking knows? We're Ten. so far ahead. Yeah. Hey. Maybe. We're so far ahead. Episode um, number. Beep. Yeah. Episode number. Beep. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Thank you so much for no, tuning thank in. Thank you for having thank me, guys. I, yeah, it was it was really fun. I've always wanted to start my own podcast and like express my <laughs> thoughts through that and that sort of thing. It's just so strapped for time. Well, how have days. you found this experience? You know, I, I love it. I this yeah. is like I because I learned a lot from podcasts. I think how podcasts think you know joe rogan big influence that sort of thing it's a certain certain way of thinking you know it's that it's that like oh i can be listening to a podcast whilst doing it's the it's the tandem thing like you can be thinking about abstract things that have nothing to do with all the bullshit that just goes on in our world like people trying to look better than other people with but what clothes they were you know what i mean like all Mm -hmm. this sort of stuff like it's just yeah actually before we wrap things up i want to throw in a little bit of a spanner at the end Mm. You now, after going through what you've been through, what advice would you give yourself maybe just coming out of school? Just coming out of school? Yeah. Probably pump the brakes a bit on all the ridiculously reckless behavior. Mm -hmm. I've done some bad things on motorbikes. So what would you have preferred to put that energy into? Creative expression. Yeah. Like doing sort of what I I just let ego grip me full, like fully it had me. Like the, as I said, with the the Instagram, like it wasn't even me. Like it was Mm -hmm. just... 
you know, I never even desired to have that bike, but because I had, I received the input, I was not conscious enough to be able to sit back and go, that's, this is my ego trying to go this way. Yeah. But now I sort of have like, I have a, I'm, I'm good at sort of internalizing and intrinsically being able to analyze my thoughts. Easily. Amazing. Yeah. No, that um, I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, For the listeners, if you got an ounce of value out of this episode, please screenshot it, post it on your favorite social media network. Honestly, it really does help a lot. Get as many eyes on this platform as we possibly can because, you know, we're we're trying to we're trying to spread a good message here. We're trying mm. to give a platform to Love people that shit. the people that really need to share their story. So if you received a little bit of value, please, it only takes a second. You don't even have to fucking tag us. Seriously, just post it on your story. I really appreciate it, guys. So thank you for lending us your time. Stay tuned for our next episode every single Tuesday. Zach. Massive respect, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. Thank you. This means a lot. Pleasure. Awesome, dude. Fucking earth. Chin, chin. Have a good night, guys. Let's get wild. Fuck you. Woo!